हेलो 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 व्हाट्सअप एवरीवन दिस इज योर होस्ट आदित्य मोदी वेलकमिंग ऑल माय लिसनर्स ऑन द चैनल टेनिस स्टॉक्स विद मोदी सीजन वन एपिसोड फिफ्थ इन टुडेज पॉडकास्ट आई एम गोइंग टू डिस्कस ऑन जेंटलमैन्स विम्बर्टन फाइनल रिजल्ट्स सम ऑफ द स्टेट्स एंड एनालिसिस the rising of the new king carlos alcaraz and upcoming tennis tournaments united states and canada's hardcore swing gonna start soon so i'm going to talk about that so on that note let's start today's podcast what a great game of tennis on wimbledon on sunday it happened and we got our new champion carlos alcaraz i hope like you guys got a chance to see like entire game if not i'm sure you guys had a, like a, some peek maybe read on the newspaper about the great game maybe even like heard from your friends what a game it was what a simply stunning final it was and one thing will long in a live in the memory is all about alcaraz Carlos Alcaraz is Wimbledon's men's final champion of 2023 and he battled like a warrior against the Brazilian Djokovic beating him in five set thrillers 1-6 7-6 6-1 3-6 6-4 years yes, it was five set thrillers we saw a fantastic game on sunday that swung both ways at least like a million times we had everything from lob shots between alcaraz's legs djokovic slipping and sliding and even a longer tie breaks carlos alcaraz has taken the crown from novak djokovic who said that alcaraz was amazing and rightly so the game was a showing of resilience both mental and physical strength and it could have gone either way Alcaraz has written his name into the history and on to the golden trophy on that day for what surely won't be the final in his already impressive career that won't be last i mean he is a great player and we will see so many amazing games especially on the hard court and we will have like amazing time i can't wait for the hard court swing after the game alcaraz actually like he was not nervous or not like i mean too much confident for him but he was i mean just straight as a simple as like he is always smiling guy novak djokovic said like very nice thing to him that people have been talking about his game consistently of certain elements of rafa roger and myself i would agree with that and i think he's got best of all three worlds he is complete player and such a simple guy i'm sure if you guys see him like he is very simple guy always smiling uh, not making like i mean any kind of uh, frustration noises not smashing his rackets nothing like that and in reply alcaraz uh, was so nice and actually replied to uh, djokovic on that statement that it's crazy that novak say that honestly but i consider myself as a really complete player i think i have the shots strength physically strength mentally and enough to handle this situation so he's probably right uh, i don't want to think about that uh, he is containing all three words but it was a great game so let's see about uh, some of the stats happened on this amazing game uh, once again i am like highly recommending you guys to 
if you guys didn't see this match go and watch the highlights on youtube there are some videos having entire match also if you get a chance uh, just see that or like even like 10 minutes or 4 minutes of video because it was a great game to be honest because everyone was uh, most of the tennis pundits and everyone was considering Djokovic as a winner uh, before the game starts even like he started uh, by winning 6-1 to one and most of the folks said that oh man this would be like a straight game or like maybe finishing like less than three hours but it went more than four hours four hour 30 minutes game what were some of the stats and uh, some of the analysis from my side so he produced more than twice as many as winners in Djokovic on that windy afternoon remember it was really windy in London at that day and Alcaraz was able to produce 66 winners compared to Djokovic had 32. He broke five times across 23 return games Sunday, something that Djokovic's prior six opponents managed to accomplish just three times across 103 games. He hit Alcaraz hit serves at average of 135 miles per hour on that Wimbledon windy evening starts from afternoon so he showed an adroitness at the net he performed in clutch against Djokovic coming back from a set point set point down in the tiebreaker winning a 32 point epic of a game in the third set and saving a break break point early in the fifth before converting his own chances to assume the lead for good and now what he accomplished he is the first man other than Djokovic, Federer, Nadal, Andy Murray to win Wimbledon since 2002. When Sunday's classic contest ended Alcaraz was so nice went to his stands to share the moments with his father uh, his coach family members it was such a nice moment giving them a big hug and something that Alcaraz probably will never forget and he said that I hope to have a photo from that moment cause I am going to keep forever and ever. What are the turning points from my side? Yes, there were so many ups and downs. Uh, straight set was the first one. I mean, it was straight games and 6-1. to one. Uh, I think Alcaraz maybe was trying to understand uh, Djokovic's game. Uh, remember that prior to this game, they had a record of 1-1. Uh, Alcaraz won at Madrid and then Djokovic won at the French Open. Uh, their head-to-head was one-on-one. And then this game was both equal or like Djokovic was favorite among the tennis experts. So what went wrong or like what could change or what went something else that Djokovic lost the game. Many experts talking about that Djokovic was out of shape in the fifth set or lost some of the energy i personally didn't feel at all djokovic was supreme he was in his prime it's the other end that djokovic couldn't get some of the winners one of the interesting thing i saw in the fifth set alcaraz had 34 winners compared to novak djokovic had only 18 winners that made a huge difference when you're talking about a winner point not like i mean making a double fault or like having any unforced error these are like clear winners so Djokovic doesn't have any reply on that what was the turning point 
So in the fifth set, the game was 2-2. Uh, Alcaraz won two sets. Djokovic also won two sets. So game started. Uh, it went at 1-1. Djokovic was on serve uh, at 1-1, and Alcaraz got a chance to broke him. You have to see this. Please go and see fifth set 1-1. That point was so crucial for Carlos. Novak actually slipped in between the points on grass and stood up in a like a one second. He was so resilient, so quick on the feet. He came back and tried to come and play attacking shot. He came at the nets, so he was at so close at the nets and tried to kill it. And Carlos Alcaraz played an amazing winner shot, right side at the Djokovic. No chance to give him a give a backhand rally. or nothing he just went for a winner and that game changed like entire stats of the fifth set now carlos was leading by 2-2-1 on serve djokovic quickly realized that he got so much frustrated looked at his family and coach and smashed the racket on the nets i'm not sure if he got fined for that but he was so much frustrated because djokovic already knew that the 221 and carlos gonna serve at 130 135 miles per hour not giving enough chances and if like he's reaching at 54 he's gonna convert that and win by 64 and that actually it happened djokovic doesn't have any answer on that so that was so much crucial so that was like some of the stats from my side i mean I had a great time to watch that. This was one of the very good game after like in a like nearly I mean I would say that nearly in 4 years I had a great time to watch the great game the epic final of Novak Djokovic and Roger Federer in 2019 uh, Wimbledon final. Probably I would say that after 4 years I saw such a great game. One of the thing Carlos Alcaraz mentioned after the winning the game that it's a dream come true for me. It's great to win, but I had lost. I would have been really, really proud of myself. For me, it's incredible to play on the stage for a boy 20 years old. I didn't expect to reach these situations really fast. I'm really proud of myself of my team. After the first set, I thought Carlos increased the level. Everyone was saying. that we gonna disappoint we gonna see like a biggest disappoint and it's really special i'm really proud that you all are supporting so those were the words from coming from carlos alcaraz and it's like a very nice words and uh one of the funny thing also happened that djokovic actually smiled and said oh okay you are beating me on grass court as well so I mean it, it it's going to be so much fun on the hard courts so uh that was about uh, my some of the analysis uh on that game what are coming upcoming next so next tournament uh, as we know that uh, we are already reaching in july wimbledon the grass court session is over and the new hard court swing will start in Northern America that means uh United States and Canada will host ADP 1000 followed by US Open and New York City so uh what are the ATP and WTA tournaments coming up next uh, week in the August so Canadian Open uh will kick off from August 4th uh 
that will have two tournaments separately montreal always hosting uh, wta 1000 for women's and uh, toronto uh, hosting a men's adp 1000 tournament both will start from the same date august 4th uh, i checked their website uh, only two players confirmed till now which is uh, bianca andreasco and uh, from the men's uh, ogerly uh, so these two players are confirmed in the canadian open they didn't put their entire players so i'm not sure that uh, if novak and carlos gonna come at canadian open uh, to play at toronto adp or like iga shwiantek sabalenka they are coming at montreal i'm not sure but uh, in the next week i will have like more updates uh, from enter uh, tennis internal group so uh, i can share more updates on that but uh, for the western and southern open which is cincinnati open starting from august 14th uh, at the city of cincinnati uh, in that uh, cincinnati open novak djokovic carlos alcaraz iga swiatek already confirmed that they going to play so that's also one of the edb 1000 tournaments and those are the confirmed players from cincinnati open so those are like official news so uh, i'm not sure if carlos and novak will skip one of the tournament and Uh, directly play uh, Cincinnati and then followed by US Open uh, or like they will play Toronto and then can go at and play Western and Southern Open so those were the tournaments coming uh, in the month of August and that will be amazing to see that how these players will transition from starting like from Australian Open hardcore swing then again in the entire Paris Madrid on the clay and then they came at wins and uh, on the wimbledon especially played on the grass and now they going for the hardcore swing which is much and much faster we would love to see daniel medvedev coming back and playing some amazing tennis uh, alcaraz won last year's us open uh, djokovic also uh, trying to win some of the hardcore tournaments so that will be like amazing to see uh, we have some amazing tournaments coming up and uh, i can't wait to share more uh in the next episode uh, i am going to talk about the players grips how they are holding the grips uh, which are the like different types of tennis grips uh about the latest player how they are holding the tennis racket and how they are making changes in between so uh, please don't miss out to listen to my next podcast about tennis scripts uh and former tennis players and recent tennis players how they are holding the racket i will give you some of the heads up on that uh on that note i hope you are enjoying your life enjoying watching tennis and playing tennis uh, this is your host adit modi signing off on episode 5 the king alcaraz i hope you had a great time see you next time until then listen to tennis talks with modi